Hey you! Welcome to the Muzzles Mascara Motherhood Podcast. A podcast for the woman who recognizes that fitness is way more than a dress size or a number on the scale. Who refuses to diminish her uniqueness to fit in and who recognizes that motherhood is her superpower, not the death knell to her body or life goals. I'm your host, I'm Lola Bodeogudipwe, a fitness communicator, coach, wife and mom of two. On every episode of this podcast, you're going to be informed, inspired, and invigorated to take action as we talk about topics ranging from nutrition, mindset, exercise, motherhood, and the ever-changing definitions of beauty. If your goal is to be the healthiest, fittest version of you, who is confident and comfortable in her skin and empowered in all her roles, especially motherhood, you're in the perfect place. Let's do this. Hello, hello, hello. Today we are talking about snapback culture, bounce back culture. In case you don't know what that is, snapback culture is about, you know, regaining your shape practically at the snap of a finger after childbirth, right? Bouncing back for pregnancy, so to speak. And I just want us to talk about this culture because it has legit become a culture. It has become a phenomenon, right? Where women give birth today. And the next thing they are thinking about is, how can I reduce my tummy? How can I lose the pregnancy weight? Yada, yada, yada. Trust me, I get so many messages like that. And when somebody messages me that, oh, I just had a baby, I want to lose my pregnancy weight. The first thing I ask them is, how many months are you postpartum? I don't even ask how many weeks. How many months are you postpartum? Because this culture has pervaded, you know, everybody and our consciousness and our next thought after giving birth is, how do I bounce back? How do I do this? How do I do that? So I just want us to talk about it today. And I think it's uppermost on my mind also because my daughter just had a birthday. She turned eight on the 1st of July, yeah? And... When I had her, when I had her was a bit different from when I had my son. Because when I had my son, I wasn't particular about fit farm or anything, right? But by the time I had her, I had started coaching a bit and all that. And I had lost the initial pregnancy weight with my son. And so I was more conscious with that. Has But even that, even at that, I've told the story before of how... I didn't even think about weight loss until six months after, even though I had all the tools, resources, and knowledge, right? And I see this dangerous because, frankly, it is a dangerous phenomenon. This snackback culture, this um, bounce-back culture, right? And it leads to so many destructive eating and movement patterns down the line. It leads to unhealthy behaviors that we are not even conscious that we pass on to our children. It leads to undue pressure, and all right. And so I just wanted us to talk about it. Let's, how did it even start? Where did it come from? Right. So we know that when we, when our moms, right, before the um, advent of um, those belts, those postpartum belts, right. I don't know about you, but um, my mom mopped my tummy for my first son <laughs> with hot water. You know, all those traditional, she did it once. I was like, hell no, I'm not interested. Whatever. Let the tummy do whatever it wants to do. Like come and scald me with hot water because the tummy wants to go down. But there was a principle behind that, right? That, okay, when you give birth at first, so your uterus has expanded, right? And even though the moms, the moms of old probably didn't understand the science behind it, but it does make sense, right? That while you're breastfeeding, and then even when the uterus is going back to its normal size, it contracts. So that pressing and that pushing, right, is supposed to help enhance that contraction so that it goes back to its normal size. So we have been conscious from time, practically immemorial, right, of helping the woman 
you know, get a tom her tummy back to the size it was or as close to the size it was. But even at that then, I'm not conscious. I do not remember growing up ever anything like snapback. It might not even have been called that. But there wasn't that consciousness that, oh, after childbirth, your body has to go back exactly how it was before or even tighter, right? So where did this thing, when did it come about? How did it come about, right? Where did we start to have this pressure? And of course, with every other thing, like with every other thing, it starts with the celebrities. It started with the celebrities, the influencers, pop culture, you know, the models, the actresses, blah, 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 blah. In fact, I largely blame <laughs> the E! channel for a lot of this, honestly, right? Because you know how it is, we sit in our homes and then we open this magazine. So, um, you know, when magazines were the in thing, in style, right? For example, or you switch on the TV, the E! channel, right? Um, before Instagram and everything became so big, it was like E! and all those channels, right? Um, the fashion shows, the fashion models, Heidi Klum, all those people, right? Whether they knew it or not, they were the promoters of snapback culture. I mean, I remember Heidi Klum, right? She had a baby and five weeks later, five weeks later, she was on the runway, not just any runway, the Victoria's Secret runway. You know, she's an, she was an angel, if you know what that means <laughs> and all that, right? And you know, that happened and everybody came out and were like, Heidi Klum, see her body five weeks after, you know? And then the media, of course, exaggerated it. I'm not saying that she said that, oh, I'm going to snap back so that, you know, I can pressure women. No, I mean, she did it because her job, she wanted to get back on the runway, whatever. But the way it then was picked up by, you know, magazines and TV stations and everything. And of course, you know, now you now had the Heidi Klum diet, the snap back this, the snap back that. And these influences started coming into our homes, into our consciousness, right? When social media became a big thing on our phones, right? And these standards that we sublimally sort of hold celebrities to, this pressure they have to look perfect, also to a large extent drives or drove their drive, <laughs> right? To after birthing a human being. I don't think we give enough credence and um, enough honor and enough standing enough awe of the process of birthing life, of the process of childbirth. I don't think we put it on a high pedestal as it should be, right? Because it's almost like uh, she gave birth. My mom had 10 children. Oh, she gave birth. Yes, a woman is giving birth every second in the world. We It has become so blasé. Like we don't give it the regard that we should give it because your body changed over the course of nine months. Your body shifted, bones shifted, organs shifted to grow this child. Hormones shifted, so many things to grow this child. Then you went through labor and whether it was vaginal or CS, you did the delivery of this child. Then after the delivery of the child, then we are now starting to even first and foremost, come to terms with the reality that we just gave life to a being mentally the implication and load of that and then physically starting to i like to say every time every time you go through childbirth i don't care how many kids you've had i don't care how many pregnancies and deliveries you've gone through it is different 
When you give birth to your first child, you're a first-time mom. You give birth to the second one, you're a first-time mom of two. You give birth to the third one, you're a first-time mom of three. It's going to come with its own dynamics and differences, right? And so we're handling all that in the first place. And then the snapback culture. Then somebody's going to be saying to you, ah, when is your tummy going to go down? No. Ah, isn't baby four weeks already? Ah, when are you going to start? Do you understand? Or you then come on social media and then you see... You know, you see, then see a post of somebody, oh, seven days postpartum, 14 days postpartum, and the tummy is already down there. Meanwhile, we are not taking into cognizance the fact that <laughs> you can do a lot with angles and lighting and camera to show what we want to show. We'll just put that out there, right? And so this culture is something that is so strongly out there, right? We've seen so many celebrities. We've seen so many influencers. We've seen so many, you know, people come out with this thing and then... The annoying part of it is some of them will now come and start promoting, in quotes, their own regimen and their meals and their supplements and whatever. And giving everybody the illusion that, I mean, I'm not saying everybody is lying. But guess what? We all have different bodies. <laughs> we all have different bodies. We all have different realities. We all have different... I mean, everybody has a different delivery experience. Everybody has a different level of fitness before they went into pregnancy and delivery right everybody went through different things some people said the delivery was okay and then it's the postpartum recovery and complications arise and all that and then we find ourselves comparing ourselves to you know these people and saying different things right and all i remember after i had my son i was wearing maybe it was like a it was days, oh, <laughs> days after I had my son. Of course, the tummy is still there and everything, but I was wearing a form-fitting dress. You know how you're still wearing your pregnancy clothes now after um childbirth, and um so it was a form-fitting dress. You know this um kind of like um not lycra, but you know those dresses that are fitted that are com super comfortable when you're pregnant. Just one like a sleep dress. And so after pregnancy, I was wearing this dress, and then someone, someone said to me that. Ah, it's not time to be wearing this kind of dress. So, you know, your tummy is to be... Maybe I was how many days postpartum? I just looked at her. I just laughed and moved on. Like, why would you say that to me? Like, why would you... In the first place, what was your business? Who called you to the matter? In the second place, like, you know, people are so very careless with their words. And that is also a reason, I guess, people feel under so much pressure to bounce back after pregnancy, right? I was just like, if I was somebody who was insecure or already unsure about my body, then, you know, it could have really, really been a negative experience, that kind of thing. So the essence of this podcast is just to bring into mind, see, I like to say once postpartum, always postpartum. Some people, you had your baby three years ago, your body has not gone back. It is fine. There is no snap back anywhere. There is no bounce back anywhere. There is becoming stronger, becoming healthy, working towards the body that you want to work on. Some women are not, in quotes, how we like to say, getting themselves until two, three years postpartum. They've not yet found their balance. They've not yet found their rhythm. That's the truth. It is different for everyone. So let's not you know, put pressure on ourselves to become something or do something because... You know, um, it's popularized that it should be. So why should it be so? I've shared before how after I had my daughter, I had so much going on in life. I had so many. I was, we were going to move. So many, so many things that I was like, until she's six months, I'm not even thinking about this. So anybody who wants to say anything, let them say it's their mouth, right? So 
Why am I against this bounce back culture? Why are we so against that? Because there are dangers and there are drawbacks. Like I mentioned, right? Women push themselves too soon. So for example, there's a reason why we go back for a six week checkup. Because the doctor has to check that everything is okay. We're still healing. We're still healing. We're still getting used to the routine of having a new baby. If you are breastfeeding, you are on a routine, maybe trying to pump or trying to breastfeed or blah, blah, blah. Even if you are formula field feeding, there is a routine that you're you trying to wrap your head around the new reality. And the body is still healing. We're still bleeding at that point in time. Why would you think that is the time to start going to jump up and down to do cardio? Or to go and start lifting some heavy weights? The core has not strengthened this. It's not even anything close to anything it was, no matter how fit you were before then, right? It's not, you know, in the place to do any heavy lifting or even it, for some people self to get up from the chair is a problem. Why is that the time to go and start to jump around in the name of exercise? How about nutrition? It is not anything close to the time to start going on a diet. So where does bounce back come from? Do you understand? Some people are genetically blessed that i mean some people go through pregnancy and the pregnancy does not show they are rare but it's true it's true it happened so why are we then comparing ourselves to this bounce back snap back culture and then even when it is time like eight weeks maybe eight weeks and some people are ready not everybody very few people are ready at that point in time then we're comparing ourselves to celebrities and influencers who have all the money to hire the nurses and the nannies and the nutritionists and the exercise and the whatever whatever some even undergo surgery during some undergo tummy talks during childbirth that is the truth of the matter right so i'm just Bringing this topic to light again, again, <laughs> consciousness because my daughter, my last born, my last born, village people, and everybody who's always wishing more babies on me. I told you, the only more babies I want money. <laughs> but, you know, because it was her birthday and it just always brings me to consciousness around this time of year, this topic, right? So, what should we do instead of leaning into snapback culture? The first thing, prioritize self care and rest. It is a time of healing. That should be the priority. Getting to know the baby. Getting to, you know, know yourself as a new mother of one, two, three, whatever it is. And God help you if there are multiples. <laughs> right? Prioritizing self-care and rest. That is what it should be. Get, let, you know, snap back, hold itself. You, this is the best thing that is for you. Prioritizing self-care and rest the second one is ensure that you have a supportive and helpful community around don't when people ask you oh what what um can i help you don't say nothing it's a lie please bring food right oh can you send your help to help me your cleaner to help me clean the house if you don't have help do you that kind of thing that is the way you really you know that advice that is like sleep when baby sleeps that is when you know a new mom can sleep when she has help with other things right surround yourself with whatever community you can get even if it's an online community where because for example for new moms at times it's um a hazy period where one doesn't know what's going on right surround yourself with that kind of community where you share fears and allay fears and you know just have like minds rubbing minds together right and then you know what your body has changed your body has changed i'm not saying that it can't go back to what it was 
But what if it doesn't? Is that going to be the end of the world? I like to say that have a new avatar for yourself, right? Rather than, oh, the body I had before pregnancy. I want the body. I wanted the body that is going to be able to be physically strong and able enough to take care of these lives that are brought into the world. That is going to be healthy enough to sustain, you know, driving and working for the vision and the life that I want to provide for them. That's the kind of body, I, that's the kind of postpartum body that I wanted, that I have worked towards to, that I keep working towards to. So forget what Snapback is saying. What is the postpartum body you want? And again, remember, postpartum can be three years after you've had the baby. Some people, again, are just gaining their equilibrium after that amount of time, right? And then if there's an issue, when you are ready, if there's an issue at, you know, um... Any point in time, maybe you're ready to get back to lose weight and you feel like, okay, baby is six months now. I should want to start or baby is maybe one year or whatever. You know what? Get professional guidance, get professional help. If you cannot do it alone, there is no shame in it. It is not natural that everybody can lose weight alone because we all have different starting points and different things. Please get professional help. And most importantly, have realistic expectations of your postpartum body. Have realistic expectations of your postpartum body because you can be you can get the fittest, healthiest body that you've ever had. My body is way fitter postpartum than it was um what's it called? Before um I was going to say before partum <laughs> before childbirth, yeah. But have realistic expectations. Again, based on your reality, based on your fitness level, based on, you know, um, so many things that are happening, right? And be gentle and kind with yourself, right? It has become popularized. Doesn't mean that it's right. It's what we hear about immediately. Ah, so when I start to diet, oh, when am I going to snap back? In fact, when I get those messages from new moms, I say, see me in a few months time. See me in a few months. I just advise them what you should do right now. Prioritize self-care and rest. Hydrate. Focus on eating as many whole foods as possible. Sleep, rest. Then when you are like five months, come back to me. Let's start talking about it. And even then doesn't mean that I'm going to take the person on as a client. It just means I'm going to gauge where you are at. And they will know that, oh, can we start working together? That's how, you know, I operate when it comes to that. So I just wanted to do this episode on snapback culture. Do share with somebody who you know will benefit from this because it is such a pressure point for a lot of us women and it doesn't have to be so. You are not working on anybody's timeline. Your standards of beauty doesn't have to be the one that the world says it is. You've breathed life. You've given life. It's a beautiful, awesome, fantastic thing. And so whatever pressures anybody is maybe implying or whatever, say, ah, you've had to see how long you've had baby and your tummy is there. Learn to turn the deaf ear or if they come to you on a not good day, <laughs> there are responses you can give, right? So I hope you found this um, episode beneficial and useful. I mean, and let me let me point something out, right? Um, we've also had celebrities speak out against snapback culture beyonce kelly roland i think tia maori um you know they've come out at different times to speak about how pressured they were i remember the first um the beyonce was it diet or something after she had blue ivy and you know she herself has said how she 
went extreme to lose the baby with how she put herself under so much pressure and how it wasn't worth it and she did things differently with her next pregnancy so if the celebrities are coming to their senses those whose lives livelihood depend on their body and their um their uh their body and you know how they present themselves to the world then we <laughs> in quote regular humans yeah let's receive sense dear all right thank you for hanging with me if you enjoyed this episode or you know somebody who needs to listen to it, do share, take a screenshot, share to Instagram, give me feedback, anything you want me to talk about or any thoughts on the subject matter. I love to hear from you. Check the show notes for my Instagram. I can be found at the Fit Mom Hub. I'm very responsive to my DMs and I will speak to you soon. Enjoy the rest of the week.